Hey, welcome once again. It is absolutely fantastic to see you here. Thanks for checking in online. Hey, right now we're in this little season of the great turnaround. That's our theme at the moment. And it's all around this God's ability to turn things around, to work things together for good. He's an incredibly good God and has this ability in one instant just to turn things which look like custard or look like it's going bad and make it all good. And today I want to talk to you about the art of the pivot. See, the word pivot, it's kind of a little bit new to our vocabulary now that we're in this COVID season, you know, that ability to, to oh man, that's gonna, not going to work. I need to try something else. I'm going to pivot, have a go at something else, try and do something a little bit different. And we've had to do that with church and uh, we're having to go. Sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss, uh, but that's a little bit how it is at the moment. Just to have a go at something a little bit different. And I've got some like subtle messaging up behind me today for you. Uh, we need to pivot. We need to learn how to turn and head in a different direction. Uh, a little bit like this little guy. How cool is that? Don't you just love his face? I love it. Just that ability. Turn around. Head in the other direction. Otherwise we can end up just hitting our heads against a brick wall. Trying to achieve something which is, is, is not there. It's a little bit like the All Blacks. And man, I've enjoyed watching uh, the All Blacks spring box game over the last few weeks. And it's all, almost like sometimes just like trying to run through the uh, spring box pack these absolute giants of men trying to get through there it ain't gonna happen you can run at them all you want but you're smashing your head against a brick wall and i think we found that out and uh, you gotta find a way around you gotta pivot you know the number 10 in a game of rugby is called the pivot uh and and sometimes and it's that ability to recognize which direction should we go to turn quickly to pass quickly and and to do that and, and, and we need to find that place of the pivot in our lives to turn and go in a different direction and the story which we're tackling today which we're looking at is the story of Jonah I mean he had a great turnaround here he was heading in one direction and, and God uh, captures him basically and turns him in the other direction hey thanks Eliana and Kasala for your little story I absolutely love that absolutely brilliant you guys well done Hey, and so here we have, have Jonah, and uh, he's the Old Testament prophet and the minor prophets at the end of the Old Testament. And in Jonah chapter 1, it says this, The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach. This is his call. This is where he's supposed to be heading as a prophet of God. But Jonah ran away. See, we've been talking about the but God moments, but we can also have the but Jonah moments when we make our own decisions and we decide to go in a different direction than what we're supposed to be doing. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port, and after paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Here he is, he's running from God, he's, he's going in the opposite direction, he's trying to escape from what he is actually supposed to be doing. And uh, here's, a, here's a little bit of a map for you to show you what's going on right there. So you can see Joppa there in, in the middle, see this little city of Joppa, it's modern day Jaffa, and it's just on the Mediterranean coast, just uh, there, and Jerusalem's a little bit inland from there. And uh, where he's supposed to be going is this city 
of Nineveh, which was in Assyria, and uh, which is now like modern-day Iraq, uh, northern Iraq. And, 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 and he decides, well, rather than go there, which is about a 1,200-kilometer journey uh, to Iraq, and he decides, no, 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 I'm going to actually head in the totally opposite direction. And you find that Tarsus is over there uh, out to the west in Spain. And that's like 4,000 kilometers in the opposite direction. He's going, man, I'm, I'm running. I'm going in the absolute opposite direction. I'm out of here. I'm not going to do what I feel that God is calling me to do. And how often do we run from God? We know in our hearts what we should be doing and where we should be heading. But for one reason or another, we think, oh, no, I might just uh, head in that other direction for now. And you kind of think, you know, God, God won't notice, will he? he? He doesn't see us. You know, maybe we think there's a, like an invisibility blanket over us. And uh, we just kind of skive off from what we know we should be doing. So God sends a storm. There's the storm which turns up and uh, here he is. Jonah's on the boat, he's asleep and the storm comes in and they, they, they wake him up and then they draw lots to find out like who's responsible for the storm and obviously it was, it was Jonah and so they, they work out that man, it's him so they're going to throw him overboard and Jonah says, throw me overboard, I, I'm responsible for this, I know that I'm running from God. And they go, no, 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 we'll get through this and then they, they realise it's, it's, it's not going to happen so and eventually they throw Jonah overboard and you're going to think Jonah at this point, he, he, it's over, he's thinking it's a storm, I'm going overboard, this is the end of it all. But then God sends this, this big fish to swallow him up and uh, again, crazy story you think how ridiculous is that that uh this giant fish would, would swallow jonah well actually uh, a couple of months ago on the news this this little article came up of this uh this lobster diver off the cape cod in in america and uh he actually he gets swallowed he ends up in the mouth of a whale and uh and he's advised to tell this tale absolutely crazy story who would have thought that but here we have Jonah, and, and he finds himself in the belly of this fish. He finds himself in this place, and uh, what he decides to do is to call out to God. He decides to pray, and uh, when you're in the belly of fish, when you're in a storm, the greatest thing that you can do is actually just turn to God and pray. So here we are, Jonah chapter 2. He says, uh, from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. He said, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me from deep in the realm of the dead. I called for help and you listened to my cry. You hurled me into the depths, into the very heart of the seas and the currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look again towards your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me, seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me in forever. Now here's the little pivot. Here's where it all shifts. This is the great turnaround, the but God moment in the story. Here he is. He's calling it to God. And it says this. But you, Lord my God, brought my life up from the pit. How cool is that? That but God moment, God turns around, his, his life turns around. When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, 
and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. But I, he makes this decision. This is what I'm going to do. With shouts of grateful praise will sacrifice to you. There's this declaration, this shout of praise, this heart of gratitude towards God. He says, what I have vowed, I will make good. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. And, and he makes this decision. I'm, I'm going to do what I was supposed to do in the first place. I'm going to make good of what I actually promised. And one of the greatest things you can actually do uh, when you get a little bit lost, when you find yourself in those dumb situations, is what was the last thing God told you to do? What was the last instructions that you actually received from God? And return to that place, to go back to that place and say, God, what do you want me to do now? at this point and then it says and the lord commanded the fish and i vomited jonah onto dry land see I, I think some of our best prayers come in that place of the storm in that place of distress we call out to the lord the first point i want to give you around this whole idea of the pivot is that the pivot starts in prayer and it's a real simple prayer it's just god i turn towards you God, I give you my life. God, I'm turning around. I'm turning towards you. And we need to get that, just that soft heart towards God and to turn towards him. It's simple. You know, in Psalm 95 verse 7, it says, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart. And the writer of Hebrews, he uses that verse about three times. You know, today, today. You know, turn quickly. Don't harden your heart. Keep that heart soft before God when you hear His voice. And, oh yeah, that's right. And find that place of communication, of connection with God. Just talk to Him. It's, it's easy. He's not mad at you. He's not angry. He just wants to hear from you. Well, I love what uh, Phil Pringle says. He says that praying men don't sin and sinning men don't pray. And we just got to find that place of prayer, that place of connection with God. Go back to that place. You'll find things will turn around for you. Second thing around this, I'd say, is, is pivot quickly. Turn quickly. That, that ability to shift, shift quickly. You know, don't stand there just in that moment of indecision. You know, should I go this way? Should I go that way? Or, or just carry on going in the same direction. Uh, there's one guy I know, a Kiwi, Kiwi guy I know, who was driving through Europe at uh, one time and he, he was lost he had a rental car and he and he was lost and he remembered that he saw the sign on the side of the road uh, saying Oost and he said if I can just get back to that little town of Oost if I can just find that little place I'll be able to get back to where I'm supposed to be going and so he began to follow the signs to Oost and uh, he, he saw the sign and he kept, he kept driving and he kept driving and driving. And there was another sign for Oost. And he drove uh, for hundreds of miles. He drove for a long time. He actually crossed a couple of countries. And uh, just kept driving. Just kept going. He eventually uh, stopped and worked it out. That Oost actually mean, wet, means west. And so he was just driving west. There wasn't a town called Oost. And he had just been driving all this time. Heading in the wrong direction. See, sometimes we need to actually just stop pull over, change directions, find out where we're supposed to be going and, and do it quickly. Don't wait until you're miles out of the way of where you're supposed to actually be going. 
Turn quickly towards God. Pivot quickly. The story continues in Jonah chapter 3 verse, verse 1. And it says, Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. So I love that God is the God of the second chance. God calls Jonah again. He says, Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the Lord, the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Probably a pretty good idea at that point. I think, hey, I actually need to head in the right direction. And that ability to go again, that ability to try again. You know, don't worry about the failure. Don't worry about the things that you get wrong. What is way more important is that ability to go again, to turn up. You know, at this moment in, in, in COVID, and you know, there, there's a degree for me, you know, there's a degree of frustration. You know, let's do this. And, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. Or let's have a go there. Oh, no, we can't do that. And uh, I've got to make a choice in my spirit. Go, I can either get frustrated and grumpy around this whole thing and say, okay, we can't do that. What can we do? And we just need to shift our spirit and, and, and quickly. Not get down, not get in that place of frustration, but go, okay, I'm going to go again. I'm going to try again. I'm going to lift and walk, walk towards what God has for me to do. Not allow that place of frustration or disappointment to steal our joy. See, what I love is, is that, see, Jonah, he, he, he goes again. He goes to the city of Nineveh and, and he preaches the word of God to those people. And uh, 120,000 people turn. Talk about the great turnaround. These 120,000 people turn. They put on uh, sackcloth and ashes and they, they repent of their sins. And they turn towards God. I mean, that's a great moment. See, I think that, that people are waiting on the other side of our obedience. See, when we turn and follow God, it, wait, it makes a way for other people to enter the kingdom of God. The third thing I want to just give you around this whole idea of the pivot is after the pivot, walk deliberately in the right direction. See, after, after you've prayed the prayer, after you've had that turnaround, that, that God moment, that repentance moment, don't just linger, don't just stay there, but begin to walk deliberately towards what God has for you. See, here's Joni. He, he gets spat up on the beach. He said, okay, now I'm going to obey the word of the Lord. I'm going to walk in this direction. I'm going to do what God has told, called me to do. See, often in the Bible, you, it tells us, it calls us to, to flee from evil, to run from evil, to run towards God. And, and, and don't just stay in the same place, but, but be diligent. So I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to move. I'm going to shift. I'm going to make sure I head in the right direction. I want to ask you, hey, is there an area in your life that you're running from God in? Maybe it's a major, maybe it's just a minor, maybe it's just a, a small thing which you, which you know the voice of God around you, and you know just that your conscience is going, hey, come on, it's time to turn towards God in that area. See, we need to be good at the pivot. We need to do it quickly. We need to find that place of prayer, that place of connection. See, God loves you so much. He sent his son to die on the cross so that you might have freedom, so that you might have life. And all it takes is just a simple prayer of Jesus, I give you my life. Jesus, I turn towards you. See, and he accepts us. He loves us. And, and there's forgiveness. There's life. There's purpose. 
attached to that. And what I want to encourage you this week, turn towards God in everything you do. Whatever's happening, whatever's going on, rather than just keep heading in the same direction or in that place of frustration, say, God, today, I'm turning my face towards you. I'm going to walk solidly towards you and let his goodness and his love and his light flood your pathway. He's a good God. He is the God of the great turnaround. He's the God of the pivot. He'll make a way for you. I can promise you that. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. It's been absolutely brilliant to have you with us. Hey, uh, go on and enjoy a, uh, a picnic or whatever you can do. Hey, uh, I'm having coffee on my deck. If you ever want to pop around, come and have coffee with me outdoors. We're allowed. Um, love to see you. Otherwise, we'll see you online and hopefully we can gather together soon in some way or another. Hey, God bless you. Have a brilliant day.